0: The one from National Lampoon's European Vacation. Why is that so popular? (laughs) Search me,
1: but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rustys taking trips to Europe?
0: We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films... Head to thenextreel.com slash merch.
1: Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today.
0: And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way.
2: It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show.
1: Oh, dear. <laughs> and a fine Saturday morning no, to you. No, it's must-see fine. TV edition. Fine. Thursday night.
0: Come on. Ah, That's right. (laughs) We are Musty TV. Did you? So I posted a video of um, of the the data graph of the last like since 1970, since Star Wars came out of all the money have not made by Star Wars, Marvel and D.C. So I posted that is this whole video, and all it is is music over a bar chart that changes over time. Like, it just moves around, and it is mesmerizing. It's a thing that I am super addicted to. And they had another one, which was the top 10 TV shows by viewership uh, over the last, like, three decades. And it has the little icon, the network icon, next to each show. So you can see, like, man, as the time clicks by... You see, when ER came mm-hmm. around and just oh, yeah. dominated, and Seinfeld, and uh, you know the Cosby Show, and then suddenly Game of Thrones comes around, and boom, it's the scale has to adjust, <laughs> and uh, it's just fascinating. It was really fascinating, and you can see there were there were entire like five, six, eight year blocks where one network uh, oh. dominated. Eight, nine of the top 10. And uh, that, you know, it typically went back and forth between CBS and um, and NBC. Uh, there were some ABC dominated shows, but CBS had, you know, a lot of medical and law shows and they kind of cleaned house for a while. So it's fascinating to look at that but- stuff. I'm looking
1: at the mm-hmm. one the right Star now Wars one? that you the Star Wars one. I have to so mm-hmm. it's Star Wars versus Marvel versus yeah. DC and I have to say already, you know, I'm up to almost 1989. I'm very disappointed that howard the duck is not on here, <laughs> that the original punisher is not on here. Maybe you <laughs> there
0: are clearly of all people should recognize <laughs> that there is a lot of activity swamp thing below. Swamp thing? Yeah, no, there's a lot of activity down below. <laughs> below the, the Superman 4? <laughs> Yeah, Superman <laughs> 4 made it, but no Howard the Duck? Oh, I'm right. shocked.
1: I'm watching Batman. Batman kind of creeped on. Batman yep. Returns is creeping on now. I think, that's,
0: I think uh, this is actually really yeah. nice. I like this. Oh, this it's is great. great. And so at the end, it'll show you that the, you can go watch the others from these guys. And, and the, it's a uh, really addictive channel for a guy like yeah. you, Andy, who lives in spreadsheets, who's built his home out of spreadsheets. Yeah. I think you're <laughs> um, gonna like it. It's 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 stronger
1: than straw. Yeah,
0: <laughs> spreadsheets are stronger what's, than straw.
1: <laughs> what's what's yes. interesting? Hey, they included steel. <laughs> they included steel. Oh, jeez. Okay. So what I will say about this is what's. Uh, I'm curious to get to the point where all of a sudden it's like constantly things are coming yeah. out. Oh yeah. Because right now yeah. it's like there are long gaps where just nothing's yep. changing. Just wait, because so. then it
0: explodes.
1: Yeah, as soon I, as Blade first comes X-Men. on.
0: Oh, Blade X no, Men. Blade's X-Men, already yep. on there. Yep.
1: Yeah, Blade and the X Men. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now they kind of compressed time too, just a little just bit. Yeah. Just to move, move it along. I think Whoa, they did. spider yeah, yeah. no, yeah. this Spider-Man is it's entertaining, but there there,
2: real quick. there, there was a website that did this with songs by week. And what was nice was that it would actually play clips of the song that was at number one. And you'd see, you know, over like the 80s, see Michael Jackson, Madonna, Tina Turner battle it out. And so this is entertaining to watch, but it would be nice if they, you know, I don't know, had some
0: something more. I don't know. Change change the background. Well, that's why they go watch the the TV one, because that's the one that's going to. There's so much much drama. This
2: sort of like gets locked down for several years here. Nothing's going on.
0: And it's really from 2009 yeah, on. Yeah. But it, that actually surprised me because I, you know, having spent as much time as we did invested in Iron Man, it was disappointing to see it not quite yeah. creep high enough in the top 10 list there. I wanted more activity.
1: Yeah, it never quite yeah. made it up. You know it was odd, though? This was a weird one. In uh, It looks like around uh, January, December 2009, January 2010, The Dark Knight is in fourth place. And then suddenly... Return of the mm. Jedi bumps it yeah. back out yeah. of fourth place.
0: So weird. Why, what was that shift? I had no for? idea. So that—that's my contribution uh, of the week. You're welcome.
1: Uh, I love it. Right. I love it. They're very interesting. Very mesmerizing. I'm like hypnotized. Go Spidey. Go. Go. Go
2: Spidey. Go. go, go, uh, Spidey, go.
1: <laughs>
0: you do. You're yes. rooting for it. This happened like 15 <laughs> years ago, and you're still cheering. Maybe like, something has changed. Why is change? 3 so high? <laughs> no.
1: Right. <laughs> well, I well, I'm curious. This must be like. I wonder if this is just domestic because, like, Spider Man is still on yeah. top of Spider Man two and three, and I think that was only domestic because I think globally, Spider Man three ended up on top, which was
0: strange. Well, and I I found myself frustrated because there's no place in here Ooh. that actually says how it handles adjusted dollars. Oh yeah. Uh, over the yeah. years, and let alone a subchart that is adjusted dollars per finish minute. Uh, and so I found myself distracted in some uncomfortable ways. I need to get in
1: touch Please. with these people and have a New little chat. graph.
0: Yeah. <laughs> let's
2: start all over. Yeah. Scrap this. It's not per accurate.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, I, uh, let's see. I, I, have one, I do have one more bit of news. Okay. Because we talked about it last week, and I am more than willing to not say anything more than this, I did finish The Irishman. That is
1: all. Oh, yes. I saw it. I saw it. And you liked it. Yeah. You
0: thought it was pretty good. (laughs) thought it was pretty good. Okay. Since you asked... (laughs) <laughs> the last the last hour was was uh, some some great filmmaking. It's a great trio, uh, and I enjoyed uh, where it went. I think you see the movie for Joe Pesci. He was uh, I thought he was the most like wonderfully baffling character to not play a typical hard nosed kind of gangster thug, and I just really liked his approach to this. I think Al Pacino was a uh, wonderfully sort of comic. Um, character in this thing and he was i thought he was great um you do see this movie for the last hour and the first two and a half are trouble and i'm i'm it loses a lot of weight for me because i don't i it's a lot of movie to apologize Only one for. star worth of weight i know though. well two, it's technically one and a half I am, because I was, it started to. I, I think the movie will probably grow on me, but I just, I really despise this whole idea of, um, like, you have to apologize for two-thirds of the movie being so loose, and, and um, I, I just I didn't, I, I, I'm not cool with, with that. That was really frustrating. So, I, overall, I mean, it's it's going to age well. I did not like the de-aging i couldn't get over it it was just watching three thanoses wandering around the screen the whole movie i couldn't do it i think i it's like you think you're not making a marvel movie marty you think you're not making a marvel movie step right up you're doing fine at least we know you have the chops to do it so I've I've seen
1: more and more people coming in with like one star reviews saying it's it's completely it overrated. Is co- it so is now I'm really wildly curious. overrated.
0: Like it's getting yeah. way too much. And and I was talking to Tommy about this today that if you had if he had gone about I think um you know casting. Uh, other actors, younger actors for the different time periods. I just don't think we, I don't think he would have crested the, the conversation. Like he just, this is a perfect storm of things in favor of talking about this movie, the de-aging, the, um, the Netflixification of it and all of the controversy around him, not keeping his mouth shut about cinema. And so people are talking about this movie. I think all the, all things being equal, it's, it's a great strategy for them. And, it's a way overrated movie for all the talk that it's getting yeah Steve you're laughing at me do you disagree yes, yes. <laughs> I do but
1: <laughs> but that's where are you at with your your Scorsese filmography I Steve are you are you a regular Scorsese like watch everything that he does
2: um no, I'm not I don't like do the rock and roll documentaries. I it's not like, oh, I've got to see that Rolling Stones thing he did. I did try the Rolling Thunder review thing, but it's really long and I just I started it late at night and I thought I don't know what to make of this thing, first off, because it's, you know, everybody thought it was a serious thing. And then it's like this pranky hoaxy thing. So that stuff. But most of his, his uh like narrative dramas. I do. I'm a I'm a fan. I don't love all of them. But uh, I haven't I've missed a few like silence. I missed out on that one. I'm regretting not seeing that one in theaters. It's one I want to get around to. But yeah, I will go out of my way to try and, you know, find time to sit down and watch a Scorsese film. I, I, appreciate what he does with his storytelling
1: yeah he's i i like his films in general but i i, I think there's a lot of movie in a lot of his movies <laughs> where you know he doesn't know you know how to how to thin them out very well which you know yeah. i think it's fine and i certainly felt that with silence i felt uh, silence was like you know <laughs> interminably long for me. But it was still, it was good. It just, you know, it could have been, you know,
0: an
1: hour and a half movie and I would have been fine yeah. with it. Well, so, it's so fascinating. I, is he's, uh,
0: he is like the perfect filmmaker for modern delivery mechanisms of movie like I know uh, let's let's take the the whole like cinema experience out of it this is the perfect movie for Netflix it's a perfect movie for being able to watch it and stop it when you have to get up like it's just it is perfect for like that kind of experience perfect for being able to go back and rewatch sequences that come come by like he just like I I think he is uh, there's a lot of promise for him as a filmmaker in this platform and uh, you know i really enjoyed watching the round table if you steve did you watch the round table after um you know the way he talked about the de-aging i really appreciate which is you know we use it for makeup like that's essentially what we're doing and and we just had to come to terms with the fact that we were you know this is the technological equivalent of prosthetics and makeup Mm -hmm. and that made it much easier for us to kind of wrap our heads around Um, And and so I I really liked hearing him talk about his approach to the movie. And I'm 100% with Andy that there's a lot of film in a lot of his films. But the the bit that stuck out to me, which I think is really charming, was Joe Pesci talking about like coming out of retirement for this thing. Yeah. And he says, uh, he says, uh, he he says, Scorsese, Marty comes to me and he says, you know, you're going to be doing some scenes with with Al. And I says, I says, Marty, I don't know what I I don't know if I want to do this movie. He says, why not he says well you know al al kind of blows up and <laughs> i don't know i don't know what to do with that like what if he does that with me <laughs> and of course he's sitting right next to pacino who's looking around like Whoa, hoo, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really really charming i thought that was a really great great bit so they, you know they obviously got to see it andy Button curious, curious yeah. what you know, it's I
1: I've seen I, I did my Scorsese filmography. I've seen all of his stuff except for this one. Yeah. So I'll see it. And but I'm with you, Steve, like I skip everything that he's doing as far as his documentaries and stuff like I just don't yeah. have any well, interest the, in the that George
2: stuff, so. Harrison one I did catch on Netflix. And that one was was really interesting because that's more of a, you know, bio, biographical documentary versus like concert stuff. So that, that one is really interesting. And I learned a whole lot about George Harrison. And I found that one, there was a lot of the Beatles stuff that you've heard before, but there was a lot after he left and his own sort of personal, you know, just the weird stuff that I forgot about, like the break into his house and all of that. Um, yeah. That one, that one I I really enjoyed. Uh, but as far as there being too much film in his films, I mean, I A- aviators, one of our favorites around this, this household. Yeah. I wow. just love that. And I, really? I don't know, I guess I just have patience for him uh, to, and just know that I'm in good hands and that, I will be rewarded by the end of the film, and I I don't find myself bored or you know impatient, and I just go along with him, and I I enjoy his uh, his style of storytelling. So, not for everybody, as we see from several. I think there's been what one one star review I have seen in, in Discord? yeah. And, yeah so, far.
1: so, I think in the Discord uh, yeah. back channels. So. Yes. so, but I've seen other people oh, I'm saying sure. that too. It's, it's well, just there's, very well, overrated. So, yeah. as a
2: friend of mine said. <laughs> If you say something on the internet, there is somebody that is just going to just take the opposite stance just to take that stance.
1: So of course, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think yeah. they are, but I mean, I but I it's true. I mean, every yeah. piece of film oh, is going to yeah. have somebody was, who's going to rate it yeah. a five star film, and mm-hmm. somebody who's going to rate yeah. it a one star. But I, you know, it's just now well, I we see the, it all. The thing of the that internet. this
2: had going against it was everybody was expecting like another Goodfellas, and this is not that type of film. It is. You know, it's the story of these guys reminiscing, uh, you know, taking their time on a road trip. I loved that framing structure of it. Um, So it just Hmm. it takes its time. It's not as frenetic uh, as as Goodfellas. And I think it it fits with the story he's telling and i think people just wanted more you know i think that was the same thing uh with casino everybody's like oh it's another goodfellas it's and, it, and it's not he's telling a different story so don't you know if you want another goodfellas just go watch goodfellas again it's a great film and, and he made you know, it he doesn't need to right. make it
1: again i uh yeah i i think that there's uh, i mean you know he's he's a good filmmaker and he gets a lot of uh, you know, notice for a reason because he knows how to put a film together, so I mean, yeah, even if even with his long films, I still find interesting things to get out of them
0: but and, and this movie is not short of interesting things to get out of it again, especially that last hour yeah. where it and you know i i um, the the speculation in this one uh the uh, of what happened to Hoffa for me was a fascinating. And, uh, I I think appropriate thing to commit to film like this will be one of those interesting stories to, to look back on because it's as close to the metal as we got, um, through Sheeran and, um, and, and I think they played it very well. Like it was just, that was an incredibly rewarding end to me. That's the thing I was most curious about. And it was, they just nailed all the right tones. So, um, that was good. I hate the voiceovers. God, I wanted this movie to just shut up. <laughs> just show me what's going on and shut him up. Wow. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was, But I'm I'm generally anti-voiceover. Like that's kind yeah. of a, it just, it rubs me the wrong way. And so from the moment we're in the, well, I told you last week, I don't need to do that again. It's bad. Uh, but, you know, you turn the volume down, you get a lot out <laughs> of it. It's perfect. Turn the volume down, watch it on your phone. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh what else do you guys have on your list? Uh, I feel like we see, only just we talked. talked huh? Yeah, we did it's okay well I, if I
2: did I did uh you know I did follow through so I did get around to watching Viridiana uh yeah, because that was it was a last pleasant last to, time we uh, ranked discovery well, right, for you. Right there on the Criterion channel. I thought okay, I'll check this out and uh it the Criterion Channel had some little shorts that were on there, so uh, Guillermo del Toro talking uh, about it. You know, I, I, just a two-minute clip, and uh, it's yeah, I, there's a lot going on in that movie, and I it's I don't know enough about the Spanish Civil War and all that, but that didn't prevent prevent me from really having I don't want to say I had a good time with that movie, but it it's yeah that was yeah, our it, problem too.
1: <laughs> it's not one you no, can say but that it's, with, but, <laughs> but I,
2: then. I it reminded me a lot of Aronofsky's Mother, and I didn't know that Aronofsky was like a huge Buñuel fan. And I thought, oh, that makes sense because this just slowly builds to just this craziness at the end, which is what happens in Mother. I thought, ah, now I see, now I see the influence here. Uh, but again, Aronofsky is a filmmaker that I always have issues with. Uh, he just never really seals the deal for me on anything. Um, it, so this one, though, I. Again, it's hard to recommend, but it. I really enjoyed the artfulness of it. So, thank you for pushing me on that one. Have well, an, and now you're going to be that much more helpful
0: during our re-ranking. Well, at least that so one. Like, that <laughs> gonna, yeah. Maybe you
2: uh, know, over the holidays, I'll get over to the library. You know, for you know the other ones.
0: Yeah. Zhang Yimou. Zhang Yimou. Exactly. Ah, Zhang Yimou.
1: Yeah. Uh, so okay. are
2: we? Are we doing more re-ranking?
1: Well, I. I uh, well, hold on. I I did. See oh, Knives that's out. right, Mister. Didn't like three, it in nice three, three stars. That bugs
2: me. Three stars. Three star. Yeah. Three. Three and, and a half. I, did I no,
1: say three, and three? Three and, and a half. half.
2: Okay. Somewhere in there. But, uh, so
1: you gave it one. I, an, I, but it's gave a lot of One fun. and a
2: half more stars than Frozen Two. <laughs> let's put it let's put it in that context andrew <laughs> it's it's worth two and a half frozen
1: okay. yeah. I say that. Uh, uh, I, it was a, I, I had a great time with it though it's a lot of fun really well structured uh my daughter i, I took the whole family uh, my daughter like came out of that and like totally was like, I love Hootenants. Yeah. Oh. Like she was just totally into it. So we came home and instantly watched Clue, which both kids love. Oh. And my son loved the idea that the disc has three endings on it, and you can oh. you can hit random and it'll just randomly pick a different ending. And so after we watched it, he went back the next day and redid it play you know he kind of skip forward so he could see how the different endings work and then he watched the whole thing again it's like totally totally into it it's great more people need to do that because kids love it (laughs) that's great uh but yeah i had a great time with that and i did see a beautiful day in the neighborhood which i uh did enjoy but man is that uh poorly marketed because it's not really i you know i don't know i felt like all the push was you know biopic of Mr Rogers but it really isn't a biopic of Mr Rogers well
0: and i don't i actually like, don't think that th- they're coming like I-, I feel like they're coming back saying we never said it was a biopic of Mr Rogers just all watch we the trailer tom hanks <laughs> mr rogers whatever you get out of it is on you yeah
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, it's uh, it's you know it's about a journalist who wrote an article in I can't remember in uh, the late nineties, early two thousands um, about heroes, and Mister Rogers was the person he was assigned to, and and it's his journey as we see him kind of done with society and very kind of pessimistic. And then how he how by being around Mr. Rogers uh, off and on throughout the film kind of helps him grow and change and see the positive and and so to that end it's nice to kind of see uh, that perspective of mm-hmm. Mr. Rogers but um, boy yeah it's it's a really good film it's definitely worth checking out but it is not um, the documentary. Uh, which, I, I because they're both about Mr. Rogers, I always forget. This one's A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. That one is Won't You uh, Be My Neighbor? Won't You uh, Be My won't Neighbor? Won't You Be My Neighbor,
0: yeah. yeah. Yes. So it's not that. What did you did you notice so anything so about how it, it was shot? Was it was at 48 frames per second or did it go back and forth?
1: Not, it was not for You said that. I'm like, there's no way okay. this is the movie. Someone's going to come out and do 48 frames I've, per second. Of course, I said that was yeah. Billy, Billy yeah. Long's um, Lee, uh, long halftime walk or whatever. Yeah. Billy, yeah. No, this is... Uh, so what they did with this, which I actually thought was pretty clever, is a lot of the uh, elements of the movie, they actually shot like... Uh, if you recall from your days watching Mr. Rogers, he would have like a little town, mm-hmm. and you'd see little trains moving and stuff like that. And they shot a lot of the... Uh, um the the footage for the kind of the exterior establishing shots in kind of that space. And so you'd see, you know, when it was in, when we we're in New York, you'd see the New York skyline in that oh, style okay. shot, like with yeah. old video cameras, so it had that very kind of uh, plasticky sort of sheen on it, like because the the quality was not quite as good. And like when the plane was taking off, it would be the little oh. plane <laughs> that you, you know somebody would have on a stick that would go whoo, up into the sky. It was really, awesome. It was really great. Yeah, but so a lot of that stuff was done in very much in kind of that old tv video okay. style and so i think that was the look that probably some people you were talking to were referring some people
0: they just don't get some it. some people not like we do andy <laughs> that's right uh we are get we it. Uh, are we gonna do a little uh, re-ranking today are you ready
1: we are we are i am ready to rock and roll viridiana better uh, come up uh, because <laughs> now steve's ready it will be against stuff yes, that he's not seen though, <laughs> i'm sure uh this is our re-ranking of our chart of all of the movies that we have talked about on the show over on Flickchart. you can check it out at flickchartcom slash the next reel to look at all of the movies so right now there are 430 films on said list Yikes. and we are starting with panic room or transamerica panic room Boy, Trans America is a good one, though. But I will say Panic Room. Have you seen those? Folks, I've seen Steve? Panic Room. I don't. What is Trans America? Felicity Huffman. Uh, oh no! Uh, recent jail, nope. uh, jail recently Bird, recently Bird, incarcerated. Huffman. <laughs> no, uh, where she she plays a uh, a Transitioning. man going no. through a transition to become no, a woman. I have Not seen that one. She is amazing. She was nominated for best yeah. best actress. Yeah. yeah. Worth checking out. But Panic Room's the choice, and Panic Room holds steady at 237. Next up, we have Close Encounters of the Third Kind, or one of our recent David Cronenberg films that we talked about, Dead Ringers. I have to say Close Close Encounters, encounters, absolutely. All right, that held steady at 46 on our chart. Next up, we have one of our uh, Man with No Name trilogy, A Fistful of Dollars, versus one of our... uh, Gosh, what was the series for the parallax view? It was uh It was the, the what the uh, the Paranoid The Paranoia yeah. Paranoia trilogy, yeah. I'll say Fistful uh, Dollars. Yeah, I'll go with
0: Fistful Dollars.
1: Boy Parallax, though. That man, that sequence in that. Yeah. All right, Fistful held steady at 280. Okay, next up, we have Aliens or Carrie. Brian De Palma's horror film. Yeah, absolutely aliens. Thoughts, Steve? Uh, aliens, yeah. I mean, that's it's it's a classic. Yeah, it is. All right. Next up, uh, oh, aliens held steady at fifty on our chart. Next up, uh, another alien. We have the first one: Alien
0: versus L.A. Confidential. Oh, Ooh. wow! That's no, um, it's not. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go Alien. <laughs> that's I'm correct go that's too. the correct answer I concur <laughs> I, I bless this decision
1: <laughs> <laughs> at least making a big show the, of it the that's the important part <laughs> Alien held steady at 21 All on right. our chart next up we have one of our film noir films Double Indemnity versus another oh. of our film noir films Touch of Evil
0: uh, Double Indemnity I think I could be swayed that's been oh. a long
1: oh it's been
2: those are not fresh in my memory I mean I know I've seen them but it's been Something decades
1: about the double indemnity for me is the better representation the, of just like the noir, perfect yeah. noir yeah. film but Touch of Evil is uh, like Wells. I think Orson Welles you know at his finest despite Charlton Heston <laughs> playing in <a> Mexican yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: god it's so I gotta go with Touch of Evil mm. <sighs> alright so Steve uh, go ahead break the uh, no. tie Break oh up. man! Wherever you go, Steve's I feel like okay. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: know that's this is tough because
1: yeah, uh,
2: I guess
0: uh,
1: touch of evil. All right. Yeah,
0: that's fine. That's All an right. Okay
1: tech. Well, that that fit because touch of evil held okay. steady at oh, seventeen okay. on our chart. Next up, we have an early Michael Mann film from I can't remember what series this was in. Oh, it was films from 1981. Thief.
2: I still have to see oh. that one. My
1: brother's been rating you. Me. I oh, my know, goodness. I know that. And you yeah. know what? That surprises me that that uh, that has not played at the Alamo Draft House near us because it seems like the sort of film that yeah. they would play. Yeah. When they do, let me know and I'll pray, go see pray it. Pray tell, right. what
0: is it against?
1: It is against one of our uh found footage films, Chronicle. I have to go Chronicle.
2: Wait, wait, wait. You berate me about not seeing Thief. What a great movie that is. But then yeah. Chronicle. Chronicle's great. Yes, they're it both is. great.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, I'll go I'll go with Chronicle. Um I'll go with Chronicle. I think I had it's been now it's been a little while since I've seen Thief. Uh but there is some classic James Con stuff in there.
1: Oh, and Michael Mann, like the when he's like getting into the safe yeah. and stuff and when he's, you know, all the cars on fire in the in the car lot. I mean there's I still some great think stuff. I'll put, Debbie Harry.
0: I'll put um uh, I'll put Chronicle on first.
1: Chronicle. Yeah. Well, Chronicle held steady at two oh seven, so obviously nothing's changed in our opinion.
0: <laughs> We are uh, so <laughs> nice. opinionated.
1: So opinionated. Next up, we have the Danish girl or Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Oh, okay. Die Hard 2. So over the top, nonsensi- nonsensical, fun. And you hated the Danish girl. You came out of that saying, like, you had real problems yeah. with the way he treated his wife. There were a lot I of did. issues there. I did. I'm that. so mad. And my issues have grown since then because of you.
0: <laughs> okay, Die
1: Hard 2. <laughs> okay uh i heard two held steady, steady at
0: 291 because of right you. <laughs> uh,
1: next up we have another of our noir films the maltese falcon versus uh one of our more recent the rocky series rocky 2 oh mm. rocky 2 i gotta say the maltese falcon rocky 2 Maltese Rocky Falcon. Two, you Maltese
2: Fal- no, no, Maltese
1: Falcon. <laughs> yeah. Rocky 2 is no, great, man. but this is the Maltese, is Maltese Falcon. Falcon we're talking Rocky about. Rocky II is exactly. the end of Rocky
0: One, man. Which <laughs> yeah, was exceptional. No. Yes.
2: Wait, it, yes, it was a great sequel. It made a great companion it really piece did, that really did. But yeah. it's not. It's not the Maltese Falcon. You guys are no. blinded. Yeah, okay. this no, is the stuff not. dreams are
1: made of, Pete. <laughs> That's right. Maltese <laughs> yeah. Falcon takes it. And And Maltese Falcon went from 246 to 149. Thank you, Steve. Oh oh, wow! Yeah, why was it so low? I don't know. Rocky, it was still it was uh, you know was yeah. I guess it was below the halfway point. Yeah, it was. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have Seabiscuit or Detroit. Hundred percent Sea Biscuit.
0: Hundred and twenty-five percent Sea Biscuit. Steve, before I say anything, have you seen both of these movies, please? I have not uh, seen for Crying. Wow. Wow! But wow.
2: But, I, but, I, but here's the thing: is I enjoyed Detroit. I don't know what Andy's issues are with it. I actually Steve. Enjoyed I was that. on the so show with issues. him, and I don't
0: know what his issues are.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was not a well.
0: I really did not <laughs> yes, like it, that it, film it, at a all. Film. Oh God! Oh, my Gosh! <laughs> I. The problem is, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Seabiscuit because of the feels, but I think that. I just think you're so wrong about Detroit that it <laughs> yes. really bugs me yes, that is. I have to. I deal should it with watch you.
1: Detroit again because clearly yes. this is something that keeps coming up. Maybe this will yes. be my my right. Children of Men. Right. I was just it, gonna say, but yes. maybe I'll give it a shot just for right. you.
2: You need to watch it in the company yes. of us. That's oh. what
1: needs to happen. All right, well you guys can arrange okay. that. Yeah. I will rewatch it.
2: <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> All right, Pete, it's time for the Detroit home indoctrination <laughs> yeah. kit for Andy. <laughs> oh, <God.
0: laughs> Who's going to bring the tank? <laughs> only, only if the
1: three of us watch it in Detroit.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> road trip! It's road the trip. Green Book Road Trip to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, wrong.
1: Well, oh. <laughs> well, biscuit held steady at ninety five. Okay. Moving on, mm-hmm.
0: how many of these right, do we do? we, enc- we rereach the entire I game. I lost, I, was,
1: I, I lost count. I was going to do more. Yeah, Close Encounters of the Third Kind again, yes. or Dark City? Oh, we got to go Close Encounters, but man, is Dark City a good movie? Oh, this is something that Pete is weighing.
0: I do, uh, I am, I I am, uh, just not because, because they're just, uh, they're both, I really enjoy both of those movies uh, quite a bit. Okay, yeah, but you gave Seabiscuit
2: because of the feels, but you're not going to give Close Encounters because of the feels,
0: so... Yeah, but Dark City also you, feels... You vote who you want, but I'm going... Dark City. There's fields all it, over yeah, the nah, place,
2: Steve. No, not close. <laughs> now, I'm voting Close Encounters. Pete, your vote doesn't count. Done. Because I've seen both of them. Steve, and I think Steve I've even seen to both.
0: save me from myself. Forget it. And
2: even, I mean, Dark City, both versions, yes. yes, I've seen both in there. Yes, I agree, but no all right close Not encounters.
1: Right. dark city is so good close encounters held steady at 46 and uh, it's just giving us a lot of repeats i don't know why Let me just do a refresh um last up we have my neighbor totoro from our hayao miyazaki series or pete's favorite disease film that we talked about blindness oh, for crying out loud <gasps> totoro <laughs> definitely totoro oh
0: I like Steve. Blindness, though. Oh, I you watch Blindness, I'll rewatch no. yes. Detroit. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah, screw it. Don't watch Detroit. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. What Totoro um, held steady at 91. Yes, that's fine. Yes. All right.
1: There it is. That's a good, good round of re-ranking there. Some dark days. Not much dark changed. <laughs> I, think, no, I, no, I, think, I think the only one that changed... Yeah. Was bumping up uh, Maltese All Falcon.
0: All right, that's fair. Yeah, which that's was, that's which a, was a good thing. All right, good thing. Let's talk about yeah. trailers. Let's do it. You're Ooh, first up there, sir. Uh, a film about yeah. Natasha Romanoff and her quests between the films Civil War and Infinity War. Uh, this mm. is not what I expected. This trailer—it's not at all what I expected, and uh I—I'm not sure what I would have done if I had been in the shoes of the team. And and of, of Kate, you Shulman. were expecting the Saturday Night Live. Walk, I w- right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the Where's love story? The love story. That's right. When uh, yeah, more um. broken heels in uh in the middle of the crosswalk. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, so Black Widow. um The trailer drops and it it felt of a piece with the Marvel universe. I I had gotten my hopes up that we were going to get something more uh, along the lines of an origin story and not of a kind of a family reunited in some fun ways there is the typical kind of comedy we get some uh, fun bits of putting on the helmet and you got fat lines that was that was kind of I I mean that was good I'm excited for this movie I really love this character and I love what Scarlett Johansson has done with it I'm a big fan of Florence Pugh Uh, you know there's a lot going for this movie, and I found myself just a little bit underwhelmed by the trailer itself uh and i'm i'm uh, I'm frustrated by that, so I hope that we get some some you know that it it redeems itself, you know what i mean i don't know am i am I alone?
1: I, I I enjoyed it. I thought it looked pretty interesting and uh, I like you, uh, Florence Pugh, the fact that she pops in uh, got me excited. Rachel Weisz yeah. is in here too. Dave, David Harbour as uh, uh, the Red Guardian. Like, I really enjoyed the cast that they uh, put together yeah. for this and I don't know enough of her story and I think that's, uh, I, although I'd say, argue, that that probably held true for the bulk of all the Marvel films. Like, I just didn't know really any of their right. stories and so, Kind of coming to this uh, you know I don't know'm I'm, I'm excited I, I think that they for me did a pretty good job putting a kind of a trailer together that gives me hints of what's going on but not really telling me much so uh, I don't know I, I enjoyed it and it, it, it piqued my curiosity well, and I'm for not sure. going to
0: disagree with that I, I think mostly the the fault I guess is mine because I had worked myself up that uh, putting together the wrong set of breadcrumbs. You know, and and this is, Mm -hmm. I go to Steve, like, I should just not pay attention to anything. How long is it going to take me to learn this lesson? I read too much and had put together the story <laughs> in my head of what they were going to do with Black Widow that does not exist. That is a fantasy movie that I'm not getting. And uh, I, I have to I have to get to the to yeah, side of that. They've said several times that it, it takes place after Civil and this War. The, uh, honestly, this is, see, now I haven't read enough. This was the first time I'd heard that was this trailer. Yeah, that really? was news. Wow. So I, uh, yeah, so I don't know, Steve. Is there something in the trailer that says it takes place after Civil
1: War? No, but the trailer doesn't say that. But it has been well, then like d- thanks for published. spoiling it
2: for me, Andy. Come on, it's, I didn't
1: know that. It's not. A I wanted to
2: walk in not knowing those
1: things. No, the, I, <laughs> <laughs> no I. That has been like widely discussed uh, everywhere. The not fact, to like, me and Pete. Yeah, we didn't Andy, know anything what about it because that? we like to keep
2: our heads in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: no, and I, she dies at the end. Yeah, but, uh, sorry, sorry to spoil. That's for right. You guys. Sh- yes
2: I yeah this is well with every marvel I'm always cautiously optimistic because I I don't know you know how it's gonna go this is the first one we've had that's I guess, well, no, we've, we've gone back because, yeah, never mind. I don't know what I'm talking about because Captain Marvel took place way yeah. before everything else. So but this is the first time we've got a character that whose story we were sort of following out of a sequence. But I'm optimistic because as I dug into sort of the credits on this, it's um, written by a woman, uh, Jack Schaefer, and she wrote and directed a movie that I talked about. Oh, geez, maybe a year or two ago called Timer, which unfortunately you cannot find anywhere on streaming. It was on Netflix for a while. And it's this great little, you know, small little independent movie about uh, people that can get a timer implanted that counts down to when they meet their soulmate. And so this woman who, you know, hasn't gotten the implant and she meets this guy. Oh, yeah. All that. So it's, you know. A really well done movie that I wish people could find. And so I'm excited again to see somebody <laughs> that has had success as a small independent filmmaker getting brought on board by Marvel. Uh, again. You know, you
0: know what else she wrote, Steve? Olaf's Frozen Adventure. <sighs> oh, did she? Please, well, please didn't. continue. Yeah, she, uh, please continue. I oh, just wanna I oh wanna no, watch you talk did, okay. while Andy does whatever he's gonna <laughs> do next. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's also writing
2: WandaVision. Um, but again, it's, you know, we're bringing in these, you know, and there was a lot of discussion on Discord about the, you know, whole Marvel model of bringing in a director that'll do this piece and we'll take care of the action piece. Um, yeah, I don't go to the Marvel movies for the action. I enjoy the action that's there, but I'm, you know, compelled by the story. I'm glad we're getting more of her background. The whole family piece. I'm on board with that. I I think I'm looking forward to seeing this cast work together. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm all on board for this one, and I'll I'll be there. in, when is this? March, April, May? Yeah, this comes out next year, twenty twenty. Is
0: uh, is what I read about that. I'm buzzing around through uh, Jack Schaefer's credits. So yes, expected Mm -hmm. May first, twenty twenty. You know that will firm up the trailer. Is solid. It's it is fun it's energizing it's it's everything that we've um we've seen from Marvel movies yeah. with characters we like how you know you can't go wrong with that so
2: no and again it's we're just continuing to to stock up the Marvel Cinematic Universe with i mean at some point they're going to stop making movies because we don't have anybody to cast in these yeah. roles because you got David Harbour and Rachel Weiss in this and yeah, we're gonna run out of
0: people. Well, that's okay because James Dean... Yeah. We have a whole oh because that's that's, Oh my gosh, classic. I forgot! Humphrey Bogart is actually going to be that's right uh, an Avenger, Magneto. Yeah, no, he is. He's an okay. X Men.
2: Uh, James Dean will be the uh-huh. new Wolverine.
0: Yeah, this is going to be yeah. fantastic. Oh, oh, brave new world, brave new world. Uh, so that know. takes right. us. I'd
1: like to. I'd like to see. Uh, we we need to do. A new casting of like, oh, you know, start oh, casting yeah. all these Marvel films, but go okay, <laughs> if they were made in the 40s. Let, yeah. No, no, not if they're made in the 40s. Who from yeah. the 40s? Who's dead? Can we now <laughs> digitally play <laughs> these characters like like how about
0: we cast the entire 1945 starting lineup of the Yankees? Like, I- <laughs> let's do yeah. Betty, Betty Davis as
1: Black Widow. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, uh, we need to do that with all of these totally. movies now
0: starting. Totally. Oh my this gosh. This is the, the next real recast. Oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Jimmy Stewart
2: is Vision. Uh, that would be brilliant. Wah, there you wah, go. Wah, I love it. Yes.
1: <laughs> A Wanda? <laughs> A w- 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 Wanda? It, it's just not fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. A bunch of turtles oh, yeah. on
2: Jimmy so Stewart. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Carrie... Cary Grant is Tony Stark. This is oh this is great. Oh this is oh this is oh see my brother's coming to town this weekend. We got oh, a game yeah. to entertain ourselves with this weekend.
1: Uh, so instead of oh. Judy, 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 it'll be <laughs> pepper, pepper, pepper. Yes. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh. Somebody That's the needs best to Christmas present is, ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: You know what? I think I have completely turned around my position on recasting dead actors. You know what? It is true. There are no living actors who could do the roles the way those people could. Yeah. I'm sorry, living actors. Oh, so good. Uh, Sorry.
1: (laughs) Not until you're dead will we consider you. Oh, my gosh. Wow.
2: And Orson Welles is Thanos.
1: (laughs) He already did a Planet Devouring <laughs> Robot and Transformers. This is the yes. next step. Uh, <laughs> oh, I love it! Ah, too so good. good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yes. All
2: right. Okay. okay. Moving die, on to <laughs> Okay. So this is the, this is the the Satmat. Episode with trailers that will never be movies that are on trailer rewind. <laughs> so that's where we are because this everything is more like a film board
1: trailer. Yeah. This yeah. is
2: exact. This is the film board weekend uh, yeah. because everything big is is starting to hit, and this one um, I saw. Early, early in the morning, it had been posted, I, I got a little Twitter notification, hey, this new trailer's here, and I clicked it and watched it, and was viewer number like 75 on this one, and then watched it probably like four more times, because I it's been far too long since we've had a James Bond movie. I, I'd i completely forgotten about the whole Daniel Craig interview, where he said he would rather what split his wrist than do another one of these movies, uh, but what I love about what they're doing with this franchise, and what I get from this trailer, is we've moved away Away from the 70s, you know, the Roger Moore, where it was very episodic to a much longer story arc about 007. And I'm really intrigued to see how they finish this off. This is Daniel Craig's last outing as Bond. I'm you know, on board for how they tie this up. I know there were issues with Spectre. We all had issues with that. But seeing this trailer is making me want to just go back at Casino Royale and just follow this, his story all the way through. So I'm very excited to see uh, this. And again, they're updating it. They're keeping it current. But still, all the fan service is there. I mean, we've got Bond in Retirement replaced by another 00 agent that's a woman. We've got... Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is one of the writers on this. Uh, We've got directed by Carrie Fukunaga on this one. Uh, So just, I think, great talent, you know, bringing this to the screen. And then on the screen, we've got, uh, well, we've got, you know, Knives Out again. We've got Daniel Craig and Anna DeArmas in this one. We've got Rami Malek as the bad guy. We've got the whole cast, everybody on screen for this one. You know, everybody's back on board. And I'm so excited to see where this goes um that's yeah i'm totally amped up for april 10th no time to christoph die
0: christoph waltz is is in it, he's hey, in it. And I, they don't show us his feet so i don't know if he's ever put socks on uh <laughs> that was a point of great contention. <laughs> the inspector is a man wearing penny loafers without socks and so I I want to know yes. how they resolved that.
2: That that's in the that's in the after
1: credits, you know. <laughs> socks provided by
0: Promotional Socks uh, yes. courtesy of <laughs>
1: I, I, mean, it's Bond. It looks, it looks fun. I think that uh, I was actually surprised to see Christoph uh, Waltz pop up in here. I was like, oh, yeah. okay, so it's kind of doing the Mission Impossible thing where they're kind of the 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 villain that you had, you know, kind of pops in as the villain that you're still holding. Which I guess these guys have been doing yeah. for a while because we've seen that happen in yeah. in all of these films since um, uh, Quantum of Solace when we saw some of the uh, the guys that. That he caught at the very end of right. the movie. Right. So yes. it's definitely kind of a thing that's uh, kind of a running thread here. Yeah, I, you know, I have also been really enjoying all of the Craig uh, Bond films. Um, one thing that I, there's just a random road that I went down. No Time to Die. There was also a film in 1958 called No Time to Die. Which is completely unrelated to the James Bond story. It is about an American sergeant in the British Army during the Second World War. But Terrence Young directed it, who directed a lot of Bond films, and um, it was produced. One of the producers, uh, Irving Allen and Albert Broccoli. Oh, oh, I go see figure. That. Yeah, I know. How strange is that? That uh, and so it makes me wonder if they actually pulled the title title from yeah. mm-hmm. this as something that. Uh, yeah, who knows? Anyway. Just a random random thought.
0: Uh, I have just a few things that I do love about this trailer. And I think of us, I am the one who's probably most bearish on Bond. Uh, I am such a fan of Daniel Craig as Bond, and I'm kind of over the rest of them. Um and so this one, I just, I, I love the look. I love his look. I love the uh, the sort of transfer, you know. Now we're getting the, you know, hopefully the new double O. And I love that it's, I can't think of her name, but she's from uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, um b- yeah all of a sudden disappeared Um, uh, she's wonderful I'm very excited about this whole transfer Uh, the trailer looks great the set pieces look quintessentially perfectly bond the motorcycle going up the stairs and about landing on a crowd of tourists is delightful I want to know how that ends but mostly bond doing the gun draw at the end in the sewer pipe is perfect I loved it so, so much. Uh, so I'm I am all in on this movie and I hope I just I hope it's a, a great way to end. It'd be a nice little wrapper from Casino Royale to No Time to Die. So I'm excited about it. April 10th, 2020. Put it on the film board calendar. Well, for me,
1: I was going to go with <laughs> with uh, Ip Man 4. Not that uh, I've ever seen any of the Ip Man films. What you giving? you have never seen. Any. Is what that was? You've I never know.
2: seen any of the Ip
1: Man movies. I've never seen any of them. Yeah, Pete? I of course. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. It's just me, apparently.
0: Well, I haven't. Seen and a, I've never seen a it, Ghostbusters. Well, film that's that's either, canon. According that's to you, well, canon, guys, yes. so. shut up. Nobody's listening. Andy has never seen Ghostbusters. But instead- <laughs>
1: But instead, I went with a different film featuring Donnie Yen, because the trailer just (laughs) dropped. And I was very excited because I think what purportedly is going to happen with the the live action Mulan um, makes me rather excited. I'm very curious if they actually do end up not doing a musical if it's just kind of a straight story that really kind of piques my curiosity um if they kind of i I was like okay i don't know if they're gonna do kind of the eddie murphy dragon sort of character i don't know if they're going down that road it looks like they have, like, a little phoenix friend that her father kind of conjures for her. So I'm like, okay, so there might be something with that that they go down. And the, obviously the villain has kind of a, a witch that he's working with that turns into his eagle. And uh, so there's there are some kind of uh, of those mystical elements that do Mm -hmm. pop up in the trailer. But it's it's, so far, it's proving that, okay, I don't think that they're necessarily going down that road. But man, when Jerry Goldsmith's kind of the themes from the music that he did for the animated film kicks in, that just kind of gave me uh shivers it just was it was so exciting seeing the cast that they put together i know it was a huge drama that happened when they were announcing this and there were petitions and everything uh for disney cuz people really did not want the film to be whitewashed and oh, yeah. there were all sorts of petitions online for this. And and Disney said, we're going to search and find Chinese people to play the roles, which is great. And so Liu Yifei is playing Mulan, and she looks great in the role. She just looks fantastic. Um, plus, like I already mentioned, Donnie Yen, Gong Li, Jet Li. Um, plus, you just have another, like, C. Ma is in it, and he's a face that uh, you might not recognize his name, but you have certainly have seen his face. If you've seen the Rush Hour films or 24 or The Man in the High Castle um Rosalind Chow is in it and, and Star Trek fans would know her. And so it's it's populated with a lot of people who I think I don't know. For me, I know there are issues with Disney live action films, and I certainly have issues with some of their films. But this is the one that I'm really hoping that they do right. And I mean, we had the Bancroft brothers on the show. Uh, you know, one of them directed it and the other one worked on it. Um, I hope that this one pulls it through. what do you guys think of this trailer?
2: Yeah, I watched this and thought, oh, no, what are they going to do? But this feels like a true adaptation where they're making it its own thing. There's references, you know, you're going to have those things, Um, you you know, you you know, the general or whoever the guy saying, oh, I'm going to make a man out of you. I'm like, oh, please. Are they going to launch the musical number now? No, they're (laughs) not. And again, how are they handling the Eddie Murphy, you know, Phoenix thing? And no, it looks like they've done a true adaptation into a live action movie and not just recreated the animated movie in a live action format that this they've made significant changes. And that makes me very happy to see them have faith and trust to take that story and let it be its own thing in this format. So,
1: and yes. they actually even said, you know, this is the script for this is not so much just an adaptation of the other movie. They said there's a mix of the that movie and the original poem that that movie was based on. So they actually oh, yeah. kind of went back to the source material to pull some stuff out. Oh, yeah, I always yeah. thought
0: this is this is a movie, a story with great sort of headroom. To, to play with. And so I'm, I am really excited for this, and I think it marks a, 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 a real sort of turning point, an opportunity for Disney to start doing something really different with these live-action uh, versions. And I've, you know, I've mostly enjoyed the live-action uh, r- versions of the movies. I haven't seen them all, but the ones I have seen, I've, I've you know, had a good time with. Um, but this one is the one that I've been most interested in from the get-go. And, and um, I, I think it's got a, a lot of promise I hope they don't I I hope I mean they have a chance to to make a sophisticated live action interpretation of this thing that satisfies a lot of audiences and I I just hope they don't chicken out I did just post in discord a um, a, a amusing screenshot of what I'm seeing on IMDb right now which is clips from like the video clips for from the IMDb mulan page and it shows the trailer for mulan and then another trailer for mulan and then a clip from mulan but it's ray with the dual lightsabers and i thought that would be <laughs> awesome i want that give mulan lightsabers <laughs> and now it Disney can do a long time ago
1: yes they that's go. a little yeah. twist the story yeah so uh oh yes well and I didn't mention Nikki Caro uh, is who they hired to direct this who is the second woman that Disney has hired to direct a feature with a budget over a hundred million so um and, and Nikki Caro did a great job with Whale Rider that was yes, such definitely
0: talk about that so. one for sure
1: great I'm looking forward to it this yeah. one uh, is going to be having its big opening uh late March March twenty seventh twenty twenty here in the states okay. so check it out then all right we've got lists. Indeed, we do. So this week on the show, we released our dead men don't wear plaid episode. And uh, for that show, we threw out to all of our listeners a few options uh, to discuss non-medical people performing medical work, trigger words and intentional black and white movies. Uh, The listeners voted and chose intentional black and white movies. So that is what we are going to discuss tonight.
0: And I get to go first, and this is amazing.
1: <laughs> are, are you going to disappoint no, I,
0: Pete? I don't know. I think that when you see my list, are you, you are going to say, well, that's oh. predictable. Uh, everything <laughs> on <laughs> here will is predictably Pete. Predictably Pete. I'm going to change that. That's my new nickname. That's my new nickname. Uh, (laughs) The first movie that I and I know this is a pick that I've done before, so I just don't know how far back you have to go to see it. It's from 2005. It is one of my very uh, favorite movies that uh, address the media and a legendary character in uh, the media uh, as well. And that is good night and good luck. 2005 uh directed by george clooney telling uh, a really fascinating story for me about the time the period david strathairn was an incredible edward r murrow i just loved the movie and uh it's some great black and white very classic
1: good pick i haven't seen it in good sense it came out but it was a really yeah. fantastic film hmm,
0: you don't like that steve <laughs> No, no, no. I'm just, I
2: have so many. I, I started off with like a short list and then I'm like, well, no, but then there's this. And then I, I tried. There's, yeah, that, then I there's a ruled. lot of
1: options. I forgot how many options there yes, were for
2: this. And then I tried to establish rules like, well, that's on brand if it's black and white, just because it's set in that era when people were doing things black and white, is that you know is that i don't want to say gimmicky but expected versus do, intentionally using black and white for some other effect uh, i don't know so uh, yeah and then there's andy's <laughs> voice saying we talked about that one on the show so <laughs> i there's i went always back, that. <laughs> there's always that so i went back and i thought okay what are what are some movies that i remember Seeing and watching and just being struck by them, and yes, they happen to be black and white movies, or it it was it worked particularly well and then there's the well, does the whole movie have to be black and white, or is it mostly black and white, and there can be some color in there? I don't know, so I'm gonna start with one that's that's fairly recent, and I think it's a an overlooked film it's we enjoyed it as a family uh and I think it it did something really really well with its use of of black and white and there is some color leaking into this one in the giver with jeff bridges meryl streep all of that
1: Uh, that's the first one on my list the giver i didn't end up seeing that one um but i we have the book and i it was one that i was curious about um and i feel like i should check that out and watch it with my kids you should yeah all right so I, uh, like you was in the same place trying to figure out w- what rules am I going to follow? Yeah. You know, cause I was like, cause like you said, you know, some are black and white, but might have a little color. Some are. And, and I was like, I instantly eliminated ones that I'm like, well, the director wanted it in black and white. They released it in color, but the black and white versions are available now. <laughs> I'm not including those. <laughs> those really tempted. Um, So I'm trying to just pick ones that I guess uh, I don't think we've talked about on the show um, and kind of ones that I think are a little smaller and maybe the ones that are worth uh, checking out. Um, So for my first pick, I am jumping back to a film that I saw, I caught it on TV, I think, when I was a kid, and it really kind of affected me because it was just a really touching story about The Elephant Man, um, 1980 David Lynch's film, that uh, really, I, I mean, I didn't know anything about this this guy and it just it the the film just took me uh by surprise and it just uh i just found it completely mesmerizing beautifully done and really interesting uh film to look at that's not super easy to track down um i think we've mentioned it when we we're talking about some of our mel brooks, brooks yeah. projects pete because he was a producer on this um but uh, definitely something that's worth checking out the elephant man
2: uh, it's been a long time yeah but no, yeah, that's that's one of my backups, because I was like, well, if, ev- if everything else gets stolen, I've got yeah. that one. So that was definitely that one definitely it, came to it mind. It was actually yes. not
0: a backup for me and it, it should have been. that's a, I think it's a great pick. It's one of those that's like uh, uncharacteristically non David Lynchian David Lynch film.
2: Yeah. yeah for right. me.
0: Like it, it approaches a subject matter in a way that I think is um, less impenetrable than some of his other work true so yeah yeah definitely Uh, all right i i get to come back around uh to another one that i'm sure has been picked on this show before but it doesn't i can't track it down uh and uh, that is i don't know um hang i I gotta bring it up because i don't remember the year all of a sudden i think it was 1995 no it was 1994 it was 1994's ed wood uh and Y- y- oh, was it a steal? Yeah. Was it a sweet,
1: sweet? Is that the no, sweet, sweet? No, no. Side oh, so I, I, s- that was the sound of I didn't even think of uh-huh. that one.
2: It was. I was
1: like, how? Oh my gosh. Because I
2: just tried to make yeah. Emma
1: watch that and she
2: was like, I, what is this? I don't understand. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh. It's so one good. of those
0: movies. I mean, everybody in <laughs> yes. the cast is incredible. Johnny oh, Depp, all the gosh. way down. Martin Landau, Sarah Jessica Parker, Patricia Arquette, Jeffrey Jones. It's just, it's just, on and on and on uh but the for me it's uh you know bunny breckenridge so it's one of those classic bill murray uh uh, performances so tim burton thank you for this movie uh 1994's ed wood well done oh that's such a good one solid oh yes what's next steve
2: what's next is oh a film I saw in high school when I was working at the video store. And it's it's one of these films that I'd heard about, like legendary status. And this was when things were still making that, when studios were sort of like rolling out their catalog of stuff. So there were things that, you know, hadn't been seen it hadn't been available for a long time and suddenly this showed up on on video on vhs and i was like i kept reading about this movie kept hearing about this movie had to see it and and watched it and i enjoyed it it's one i don't think i appreciated as much and it's something as i was building this list i thought i really need to go back and see this movie because i think there's something i'm going to appreciate seeing it now at this point in my life and that is peter bogdanovich's the last picture show
0: 1978. Oh, such a great movie. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. That was one I had. It wasn't on my well, I I just have like a giant pile yeah. to my list yeah. and I'm
0: just kind of picking.
1: So <laughs> I can't pull. say it was a still, <laughs> but, but was it was in there. It was yeah. in it was in my pile. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was such a great movie. I love that one. I I I have have it on my list of films to go rewatch sometime yeah. soon because it's so good. For my final or my final pick, my second pick, This is a film I just watched last month for the first time. Um... It's a film that I had been hearing about for a long time because we have discussed Bob Fossey on the show we talked about all that jazz and how brilliant that is and that film features a a pseudo mm. uh, you know view of a Bob Fosse character making a film like this with this is his film Lenny that he did in 1974 with Dustin Hoffman playing a Lenny Bruce and uh, the comedian and it's really kind of an interesting. Uh, and a powerful film about his battle uh, with uh, police and courts about using profanity in his comedy acts and all the hypocrisy of the rules that were restricting him. And I mean, just a fascinating exploration of this character that I just, I was like mesmerized by. And the, the cinematography is just beautiful. And Valerie Perrine, man, if you've only seen her in Superman check her out here because it's like, wow, okay, you can see why, uh, you know, she was so noticed because she is so good in this movie. So that's my second pick. Lenny. I haven't seen it. It's on my list. I think, list. I think I, I, Amazon Prime, I think I watched it on Amazon okay. Prime, so it's it's Knock out it there. Off. And
2: I, it, I actually, I started, I watched the first few minutes of it because I think it was on Hulu or Amazon Prime because I... <laughs> I you know, love all that jazz. But I've been watching uh Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Amazon and I thought and Lenny Bruce is a character in there. And I thought I need to I need to check this, you know, Lenny movie out because there's there's so many things pointing me to it. And I, I watched the first five minutes, and I thought, okay, I see where this is going. I wasn't in the right it was late at night and I thought I'll come back around to it, and I just haven't come back around to it yet.
0: Oh, make so, some
2: time.
1: It's a great it's yeah. a great one.
0: Yeah. I I am all right. Dumbfounded that I got through all three of mine and nary a a steal has happened. Yeah.
2: there's a andy has got a pile pile. i've
0: got a giant pile i I hope that uh i hope this one's a steal because it absolutely damn well deserves to be it's one that took me too long to see too but i finally did and i have to tell you it is uh it's possibly my favorite bruce dern movie it's not quite my favorite alexander payne movie but that will forte is a straight up talent And I am talking about 2013's Nebraska. Uh, This was a a terrific film and surprising choice to shoot in black and white. And it starts and I'm like, I wonder why we're doing this. And is there utility for this? And by the end of the movie, it's just like, yep, I love it. That's why it should be shot in black and white, because I love it that way. And (laughs) it was meant to be. And it just is hand to glove, natural fit. Um, Nebraska, 2013. You guys caught it?
1: Great movie. It is in my pile. Yay, it's a pile. <laughs> it, was, it's, it is a really fantastic film. And uh, a lot of moments from that film still stick with me, like when they're stealing the thing <laughs> out of the barn, the old generator. You know, it's just it's, it's right. so good. That movie True, is right. really just fantastic. I'm just film. not
2: an Alexander Payne fan. Oh, Steve. I mean, we enjoy Election Sideways, I just really couldn't stand one and of my favorite movies and yes, super I
0: representative of the modern <laughs> male challenges. Yeah, whatever, uh, Descendants. Descendants was
2: uh, f- was fine. I enjoyed it, yeah, but, but it's nothing you meant that it's I'm great. like
0: I yeah, nothing, like, I, nothing
2: like, I'm like I have to see that again. So yeah, and Downsizing, I started and like halfway through, I was just like, I this isn't going anywhere. I don't care anymore.
0: Downsizing is so. my least favorite of his two. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yep. All right.
1: Well, the one, uh, what's the one with um, Laura Dern where Citizen she's Ruth? pregnant? Yeah. Citizen yeah. Ruth. That's that's definitely another okay. great one. Okay. Um, all right.
2: Okay. okay. What do
1: I, yeah. How's
2: your pile? And it's it comes back to why is it black and white? Because there were some cases where it's like, it's black and white because I had no budget. That's all I could shoot was black and yeah. white. And they're like, no, is that it? Or is it the, you know, intentional, like, Making a statement with it, uh, I I'm gonna go with a film that's that's very recent and was on a lot of the tops of people's lists, um, and it's just a, was an amazing experience, uh, and that's 2018's Cold War. So that's how I'm gonna end my list because I think, as Andy said, there's there's piles of films, there's so many good ones out there, and if I want to bring some attention to a film, I it's it's this one because I. Hope people that missed it now go seek this out on video because it is it's it's a devastating movie, but it just in in ninety minutes there's so much that that goes on in this film.
1: And I think has it come out on uh, Criterion yet, or is it about to come out? I, I can't remember if it's if it's arrived. I think yet it or might not. be on that coming soon list. I'm not sure. sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I know it's uh, I know it's there. So. Yeah, it was a good one. I, I saw it fairly recently and it's a pretty powerful film and uh, beautifully oh, put it together. It ju- was just released November 19th. So there okay, you go there for you go. some Christmas shopping. Well, for my final one, I am looking at um uh, again, very tricky, but this is one that I if if any of them I would love more people to check out. Um it was a haunting and mesmerizing film. Um it does dip into color in one sequence as memory serves um but the whole film itself is just like this spellbinding story um about people in the amazonian jungles uh taking place in two time periods as botanists are recruiting native guides to try finding these special kind of flowers that are uh, mysteriously out there somewhere and they're not sure where um It's called Embrace of the Serpent. And uh, I think it was nominated for Best uh, Foreign Language Film in 2015. Uh, There's so much going on in it about exploitation of the land and destroying the cultures and, you know, uh, just the way that, you know, the white society comes in and takes the rubber trees, all that sort of stuff. Industrialization. Um, It's a really interesting film. And then it takes this trip down like this crazy drug trip like 2001 style where it's like a journey into the brain and you're just kind of like this this you know exploration of of uh, the human consciousness um it was an incredible film and i completely loved it it really kind of wrapped its uh, spell around me and uh, definitely worth checking out i don't know if you guys have seen it hope. but uh, embrace of the serpent is my final pick uh, it's on the list it's on the list and I th- all right, and it's it's on Prime, it's on oh, Canopy. Okay. Right. Mean, it's it's all over the place out there. Yeah, I think Voodoo has it for nice. free. So okay. yeah, definitely places to check it out. All
2: awesome. right, that Pete. Takes us to Pete, dis- you did it again, yeah, Pete. Yeah, you did it. You did it. You you did it. You had the opportunity willful, to include, include at least one, at least one Woody <laughs> Allen film. There could have been at least one, <laughs> okay, but nothing. no, nothing, nothing, nada. And Andy, you didn't.
1: No stardust no. memories, no shadows oh, of fog. Know. Why didn't you color get any of these? No. I
2: know. Well, the color, pur- not to color purple. Because we're ready for you. Uh, purple versus Cairo purple. came out. <laughs>
0: Purple Rose of Cairo
2: came up as we were discussing a hero. I said, I think that movie just gets banned from lists because it's been used far too many times on here. It's like the sat-mat list of movies except for... Well,
1: that's not black and white, that movie. Well,
2: oh, I guess the film within the film is. So that was... was, Yeah, that's true. That's one of those... See, there's, there's movies that I remember being black and white, like Sky Captain, The World of Tomorrow. For some reason, I thought that movie was black and white, but that's the original short film was black and white. Was actually mm. sort of colorized. And Andy, you didn't include Hard to Be a God. Why not? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was wondering if you were going to watch it just to see if you would put it on the list. I was really I curious. I'm time. like, this is his chance. I haven't
2: had time. And then I... I mean, no, you go watch The Irish. Yeah, I know. Well, the first two things that came to mind, which were, you know, I was like... When it comes to intentionally making the film black and white, the first two things that came to mind were Mad Max Fury Road and Logan Noir, yeah. because they were color. But right. again, that's, you know, they were color, then black and white and all of that. Yeah, uh, right. that
1: or The Mist. And The, the Mist, mist. Yeah, was the another
2: mist is another one. Yeah, exactly. Right. But I think we have a really good list yep. of uh, some unique films that people may not have seen, which absolutely,
1: I, I hope we can do occasionally with these listy things. Yeah. Yeah, this is yeah. this was a good one. I enjoy kind of all of these films as ones that are worth checking out. So,
0: all right. All right, what are we doing this week? Lots of good stuff.
1: This week we are uh doing our next Steve Martin film which is The Man with Two Brains. Okay, we have and one. And Pete, I
0: we do have Uh, one. You mentioned it on the show and you wrote it down? We mentioned it on the show and we did write it down. (laughs) That would be people (laughs) falling out of high places into pools. This is the trope of falling out of like a hotel window or off a balcony and into a pool. And it turns out that happens a lot.
2: I I have not
0: seen this one. Oh. This is one I have not seen, yeah. Okay, so we've already or got. I've, the seen, I've only seen bits and pieces. Things.
2: Maybe. It's... Um, let's see. IMDb says brains, serial killers, female frontal nudity,
0: breasts, and prostitutes. Well, that's every so. Steve Martin movie of the day. Period. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is this is another movie where Steve Martin wants to have sex with somebody. So, uh, believe me, it's it's uh, it's all there. <laughs>
1: I, uh, but we could do leaning on the brains yeah. angle. There's something about you know people dealing with body parts, you know, outside of the bodies, Oh, yeah, exposed organs. I don't organs. know what that is.
0: Yeah. oh, exposed organs. Let's <laughs> exposed do that. Exposed organs. internal organs. There you go. There exposed you go. Okay. Or internal yes. organs. Yes, not like okay. Hammond as as opposed to Merlin. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That tells you a lot about me and Andy, <laughs> yeah. which brand of organ we would We're go to. <laughs> Wurlitzer or Hammond, okay. Let's make that a poll. Which organ do
2: you prefer? Uh, okay.
0: So oh, that's a, that's our second. Um, I had a thought, maybe it was in a fever dream, that that a good list might be movies that include set pieces where the walls are not what you think they are. Because in this movie, Ooh. like they are there that many I movies? Don't, I can't I don't think know. of any. I think of like it's it's all movies where it's like prop set pieces and you think you're in a cave, but then somebody walks through the, mm-hmm. the wall and it turns out the cave is made of paper. I feel like Ed it's going to be the yes. only one. Okay, then one. we don't want to do that one. <laughs> That's Ed not going to be not Ed, a let's good just choice. Use that.
1: <laughs> uh, well, let's see. We've got uh, brain surgery, uh, we've got um, brains in uh, jars or other things in jars that yeah. sort of fits well, the exposed that's, that's, organs exposed okay. organs yeah that's exposed organs uh, let's see we've got serial killers on the loose like kind of crazy killers uh, you know where it's, it's it's you know it's one of those stories where over the course of the story there's also a subplot of a mysterious killer who just happens to be killing people and it kind of comes into play in the plot later in the film okay I don't know if there's anything serial killer with
0: as E-story <laughs> <laughs> uh, serial, serial, serial killer yeah, subplot. There you go. Right. Serial killer subplot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, is that? Sure. I mean, Why is not? that?
1: Yeah. Okay. So we've got uh, people falling from high buildings into swimming pools. Exposed organs. Which actually, now that I read that, it's it might sound
0: inappropriate.
1: <laughs> 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 I like to think our our voters are smart enough to
0: know exposed internal <laughs> organs. Andy, you've got to yes. do that. Okay.
1: <laughs> Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: And serial killer subplot.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, this is officially the longest Saturday Monday we've ever Woo. done. Yes, it is. Plan to
1: give so up it your day. you doing it on Thursday yeah. nights?
0: Uh, but uh, a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. It yeah. has been fun. Thank and, you,
1: and thank you for listening, everybody, and thank you for supporting us.
0: And uh, the slash merch. Happy holidays. Hondo holidays.